0: I will say this, a good brand video is quite evergreen, which means that you are not selling a specific offer in your video. This is not a promotional piece of content. You're not tying this video to a specific offer, no. This is the story of you, what parts of it resonate with your audience, Let me bring it in a way that's emotionally compelling and visually compelling. You're gonna first define your core story again. Identifying opportunities for compelling visuals that will illustrate your story in a way that's really creative.
1: You're on a mission, and you just need more people to know about it. And whether you're brand new to marketing or a seasoned pro, we are all looking for answers to make marketing decisions with purpose. I'm Monica Pitts, a techie, crafty, business owner, mom, and aerial dancer who solves communication challenges through technology. This podcast is all about digging in and going digital. I'll share my marketing know-how and business experience from almost 20 years of misadventures. I'll be your backup dancer so you can stop doubting and get moving towards marketing with purpose. Hello again, and welcome back to Marketing with Purpose. I have an exciting guest today, Mariana. And so we talk some about videos on this podcast, but probably not enough, quite frankly, because we talk a lot about websites and and about writing and sometimes about mindset. But video is incredibly popular and very effective in expressing your message. And so when I did a call for podcasts, Earlier this spring, Mariana popped up and she was like, hey, I can talk to you about creating a brand video where you can use it to um, market and sell your product more quickly. And I was like, what? I don't even know what a brand video is. Like straight up, don't even know. I love it. So (laughs) Good place to start. (laughs) Yeah, I brought Mariana on today so she can tell us about just how to do that like she has a special framework for it and everything. So we are students of you today. Um, So to kick us off, why don't you just introduce yourself, tell us about your
0: business, we wanna hear your story. Oh, that's awesome, well thanks Monica, so exciting. I mean, I get giddy every time I chat about brand videos, about storytelling with emotion, about telling your personal story as a marketing tool. because it's awesome—it's awesome to tell, to hone in your personal story, and then, when on top of it, you can use it to make sales, to sell faster. Win, win, win. You know. Um, so, quick intro to me: I am a documentary filmmaker. I've been a filmmaker for about 15 years. Um, I have an Emmy that I'm looking at right there. I have another nomination, which is the Emmy I didn't get last year. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I've just been doing this my whole life. I've been a journalist for a long, long time. Uh, last year, I left five years of NBC News and Peacock to start my own business. I had been a closeted entrepreneur for a long time. I was, you know, hitting my head against the swimming pool walls in the corporate world, and just decided it was time to combine my two passions. I love. I'm very, very passionate about personal, intimate storytelling in video form, and I've always been obsessed with like learning about sales, like not having to ask anyone for a promotion, like all of the things that we love about entrepreneurship. And I'm like, I really feel like what I'm doing here applies here. And ever since I've made the decision to, to really study how to take this amazing art and storytelling form, which is documentary, and understanding really how to apply it to business, I'm I'm excited every day. I wake up at 4:30 in the morning without an alarm clock and I'm like, "Yes, another work day. Here we go." <laughs> That's so brave though to
1: walk away from corporate and to walk away from a really big network to go out on your own. That's exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean it it did it, hold, it held me for quite a while. I was there for 5 years. Um, you know, I loved what I did. It was a dream job for a very long time. And but I knew that I could just I could stay there for the rest of my career, and kind of make a good living, have amazing benefits, be in a in an organization that I loved, and you know I got to meet a lot of people. I traveled all around the world, like I went to Ukraine and Finland, and previously i had been to Haiti and Afghanistan. Like I've been all over the world as a documentary filmmaker, uh, but I I did just dis- I did decide at one point like there's only so. I'm going to go inside of an organization uh, because of the way it's built and the way it operates. And I just realized, you know, you only live once. And I was like, this is this is the time to jump.
1: What was like the final straw, like the
0: moment? Like what was the thing that just like
1: flipped it for you?
0: Uh, Well, 2021 was my last year there. I worked on two really, really intense documentaries um, and they kind of. They, they were amazing projects and I loved working on them. One of them was nominated for the second Emmy. And, but I did realize at the end of them, I'm like, I get so obsessed with what I do, uh, which now I've just brought into my own business world. But um, I did realize that there there was a bit of a trade-off. I was um, not always able to like manage my personal life with my with my job. And I realized that, you know, if I want to work, continue to work on documentaries and make a big splash, I want to do it on my own terms. Um, I think it was just—I'll I'll be super honest. There was a, a quite a bit of burnout at the end of that year, and I realized, like, you know what? This is the time to to step aside, build my own thing, build it on my own terms. You know, get to do documentaries on my own terms, maybe fund them myself, or not have to kind of go through the ringer like a lot of doc filmmakers do. But although that's a topic for another day, but yeah it was it was just time i felt
1: yeah it's it is it's challenging to make those decisions but i understand what you're saying and i actually just i had a podcast that released earlier this year that was keep your light bright make different decisions and it's one of the Mm -hmm. things so one of the strange things about my journey is i started as an entrepreneur at like age 25. so i've always been in control of my own universe it just sometimes took me a while to be brave enough to really do it, you know, Mm -hmm. to like take risks as a business owner. Um, But you know, you find yourself, you make this decision and you do it, do it, do it. You keep making the same decision over and over again. And then sometimes you just have to be like, all right, well, Eight years ago, Monica made that decision, but maybe today no. Monica doesn't have to make that decision anymore because it can change. Like you get to make new decisions all the time. And I love it's, it. I love that a you did that weird one. But anyway, because we're going through a lot of transition in our business, which is awesome. Because we all grow mm-hmm. up, right? I grew up in this stinking company that I own myself. <laughs> it's really Wait, what? weird. <laughs> i literally grew up in my own company right It's like what just happened here
0: okay that's
1: awesome. so um <laughs> brand video i okay. tell me what this is tell us all what this is because i don't freaking know
0: <laughs> i know brand video is like the marketing tool that you've always needed and never even knew existed um that's a bit of an exaggeration some folks are making brand videos uh, there are definitely folks in the corporate world making brand videos. They're all they're kind of different types of brand videos. But what a brand video is in the context of an entrepreneur, um, whether they own kind of a mid-sized business or bigger business, I cater specifically to online entrepreneurs. So those are the folks that I can speak to uh, very directly. But a brand video is basically your story in a nutshell the parts of your story that you know resonate with your audience. So, it's a little bit different than the story of Monica. Mm-hmm. It is the story the parts of the story of Monica that we know resonate with your audience and get them to trust you a lot faster. So, what I say that we do in the online space for those of us that are, you know, posting on social media and we're sending out emails and we're we're doing all of this like value add through all these different channels. Uh, you know the content creation hamster wheel that we're all on. I feel like we're microdosing our audience with our personality. Like we're 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 doing value first on constant mode, and the brand video brings it back to why they should work with you. Like why should they work with Monica? Is your offer entirely different from what anybody else is offering? I'm gonna say. No, I'm going to say for the most part, our offers have like a lot of things that are kind of similar. Maybe we call our frameworks a little different. Maybe our approach is a little different. But at the end of the day, there's we we, we should lead with value. I 100% believe that. But the very next question that our audience asks that we're not answering is why should they work with you? Like, what is it about Monica that is going to make this a fit for me? Um, I I like I also like to say that we talk about no like and trust but we're literally going from no to like wanting trust and we're skipping over like and the like portion comes from do i like you do i like monica as a person do i would i like working with her does her personality fit what i'm looking for does her approach and the way that she delivers and and it, you know it's it's this big portion of the the know like and trust process that we're kind of like skipping over and thinking that you're kind of hiding behind our offer really. Yeah, you go from introduction to marriage, and it's like uh, <laughs> yeah. where'd the dating go in between?
1: It, right. It's like,
0: hey, that's and the dating is not just about adding value constantly. It's about getting to know each other, right?
1: Yeah, and I I think that that is the one thing, friends. Okay, friends, we've been talking about our AI like we've been talking about that a lot, everybody's been talking about it, but you cannot get this from chat GPT, okay? Let's be real. <laughs> what we're talking about does not happen from there. Okay, so don't let yourself get sucked into that vortex of, oh, just let the thing write it for me. No, 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 because it can give you an outline, but then you got to make it your personality. And that's Absolutely. something that I'm understanding right now, a brand video can do. And it sounds like a brand video isn't just an advertisement. Is that right? It sounds like it's like oh, it's, more of a it's, story.
0: Yeah. It's not a sales tool. It's a conversion tool from getting to know you. Um, I'll just w- say one thing about ChatGPT because I think about AI every single day. Um, not, I'm not an anti-AI person by any means. I'm not embracing it. like I'm embracing it in that it's inevitable and these are amazing tools. And I'm also thinking about how these tools are going to change creative the creative industry including brand videos including documentary films like how are these tools going to not only optimize our process but also change the way we work fundamentally um, obviously the use of like deep fakes becomes even more real anyway that's a whole other episode but i will say to your point about just using chat gpt just throw it in the algorithm write the right like this is the exact prompt to get the exact language like dude this will only go so far. In the age of ChatGPT, I will say that personally, I have been even more quick to unsubscribe, to stop listening to, to eliminate from my universe the emails and the content that I feel that have come right out of ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this sounds boilerplate, this sounds cookie cutter, you lost me. Yeah. And so this is where the brand video is the thing that's gonna make you unforgettable and And it's just like one piece of the puzzle. Like, by all means, this is not your entire marketing strategy, but it is one thing that's going to help people remember exactly who you are versus the other person that's offering something similar, the other person that's like, you know, convoluting their space or or bringing noise to the system.
1: It sounds like it's also going to be great for the people who are visual learners or visual audio learners because not everybody does things the same way, right? Like we don't all wanna learn the same way. And it, and so while I like reading a book, I also love listening to a book and I also like watching a movie. Uh, some people are just movie watchers, right? Um, <laughs> so I feel like this could really connect with those people and there's a lot, a lot of visual learners, like more than any other learning style. So it sounds like we could actually connect
0: with a lot of people with our brand videos as well. Yeah, for sure. I, w- I mean, I would argue that everyone, even if you're more of an audio learner, you're going to watch a video at some point. Mm-hmm. A brand video is about like two to three minutes, four minutes, maybe. It sort of lives in that range. Um, this is the video that you should watch once, as soon as you're introduced to someone. Um, so I talk about like the five places where your brand video should live. This is a question I get asked quite a bit, like early on, like, where does it go? The five places where you're brand video should definitely live are kind of where your name and your profile photo live. So very much it should live in your email signature. So every single email that people get from you, there should be a link to your brand video. They should if they're if they're getting you in your inbox, quick pause. I get so many emails from people that I've signed up for. At one point I was interested in what they were saying. I've signed up for them. Monica, I cannot remember who these people are. I'm like reading your email there's only copy. It sounds like it came right out of ChatGPT. There's no photo. There's no like, hey, quick reminder of who I am. Like, this is, this is my world. This is what I offer. Like, none of, do me a favor and remind me who you are. And if you have a brand video in your email signature, all the better, because I'm going to watch it once. And I'm never going to forget who you are. Like, your name is going to be now attached to a story that I'm going to remember cuz science tells us we remember stories so much more than anything else 100% so let alone just like let alone just a name right attached to words that sound like they came out of ai um, I feel like I should place. do a whole
1: episode just on what to put in your email signature cuz I can't tell yes. you how know many emails I get that don't even have contact information in the email signature and I'm oh like my oh my gosh I need to call you and I and you've got oh a God. Gmail address and I like how am I I'm literally combing through like the armpit of Google trying to find this human <laughs> and it's just so painful. Okay so we need to have I mean, it in our like, email signature. Email where's, the, where's that's the only number place?
0: one. That's how far I've got. <laughs> (laughs) Number one. (laughs) Number one. We're putting it in our email signature. We're we're, we're pushing through. All right. The second one is pinned on your social media profile. It's the the video that people should see if they're finding you on Instagram. I don't know if you can pin things on LinkedIn or on Pinterest. If you can pin to the top of your... pin, Wherever you can pin something so that folks watch that thing. I don't know about you, but when I go to somebody's Instagram account, I watch the pin thing or I see the pin thing because I'm like, this is curated for me like it's I meant to see this so I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time and kind of so your your brand video should live right there it is the thing that people should see if they land on your social the third place that should live is in your lead magnet so let's say somebody you know signs up for your lead magnet maybe they're gonna be less um Free, they will less frequently open your email sequences after that. But if you can get them where you download your lead magnet, if you're looking at the PDF, it's it should be linked right there. Like any anywhere that you talk about yourself, like if there's an about me that should live in your lead magnet, um, that's where your brand video will be linked as well or embedded. Even better, and then two more spots. On your homepage, ideally above the fold. This is where people are getting to know you. This is if your website and you're the expert on this. Um, this is if your website has kind of you as front and center. If you are the face of your brand, um, if you have you know that that big picture that a lot of folks are are doing at the top of the fold. Um, Consider having your brand video there instead, or just below the fold. anyway, so you're 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 really talking about your expertise, about your story, why you. If that's how your page is built, your brand video should live pretty close to the top. And then your sales page, it shouldn't live close to the top um, as much as like your offer. It's your still your sales page is still about your offer., uh, but in the part where you kind of justify why we should learn from you, Brand video goes there as well, so this is a little bit of a secondary spot. Um, in honesty, because hopefully you've built that trust already. Hopefully they've already watched your brand video by the time they get to your sales page. But just in case you're getting, you know, that cold, cold audience coming into your sales page, they'll have the opportunity to be like, "Oh, okay, now I know who's behind this. Like now I get, like I vibe with this person. I like them. I like what they're doing here."
1: Yeah, because you want to make sure that the. So when I, when I think about hiring someone to build a website for you, I think you're basically hiring a contractor, right? You're hiring an employee. You're hiring a person that you have to spend time with that you're going to be able to trust taking you through the process. Well, that's kind of a big decision. You want to make sure that they don't, mm-hmm. like, that they drive with you. You don't want to hang out with somebody who sucks on a regular basis. That's yes. not any fun, right? And so <laughs> it's like that with about any service, though. Even your... Accountant, Like, it stinks when you don't like your accountant, because they're not only delivering you bad news in the form of the fact that you have to pay these bills of the
0: IRS. <laughs> like, you're also like, oh, I got to call this guy, you know. Like, I know. Yeah, we don't like that. Yeah. Like, can you imagine, like, going to a dentist that you don't like? Like, it's already unpleasant. Yeah. But I would say, I mean, that applies to, to the pleasant and the fun and the, you know. In what experience do you not want to work with somebody that you like? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we can. Sh- we have so many people at our fingertips who are offering services. Like more and more. I mean, I, I don't know how many coaches come into the online space every single day. Like, I would venture to say five hundred, thousand. Like, right. It's so <laughs> right? crazy. <laughs> so, I, can't I mean, even. <laughs> the idea that you have a differentiation tool that is gonna work to set you apart from day one, from the moment somebody is exposed to you, however they're exposed to you, whether they saw a comment in a Facebook group, like as simple as that, or they did see your ad, or they landed on your page, or you were recommended, whatever the case may be, the second they land on you, if you can guarantee that they're never gonna see you the same way again, that they're gonna remember who you are, that they're gonna be attached to you because of your story, it's kind of a no-brainer, right? Yeah. Like Especially in the sea of offers.
1: Yeah, because you want to attract people to you that are like you, that you would also enjoy working with. And that's like right. the reciprocal awesomeness of doing business with cool people that are like you. So you're going to put this video
0: on your <laughs> that's, email. By some... the way, that's a good one. It's not just people <laughs> do business with people. It's like people want to do business with cool people, yeah. like people that they resonate with. And you're also doing them a service, to your point earlier, the fact that I'm not spending time having to get to know you over the microdosing, you know, system that you've set up, like I you're speeding up my decision process. So thank you, right? Like I'm getting to know Monica from the get-go through one video. I don't have to spend time getting to know you by hopefully having the algorithm serve your content for me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know and and hopefully catching your email in my inbox or hopefully having time to read that email when it comes in you know like you are doing me a service by knowing very early on whether you are the kind of you if you're my cool person if you're the kind of person that i want to work with
1: yeah and i think that they'll be less likely to delete your emails when you know who they are because there's people that i follow for a really long time and they send me lots of emails especially when they're in a sales cycle but i don't Like, yes, I delete some of those emails, but I'm always thankful that they keep coming into my inbox because I know this person and I want to Mm -hmm. have a relationship with them. Okay, so I have to recap the five places, and then I really have to know, like, what actually goes into a brand video. So first, friends, you're going to put it in your email signature, your social profiles, any place you can pin, in your lead magnet, especially in the About section, on your homepage above the fold if you can, and then on your sales page for sure, but below your offering. And what are we putting in the video?
0: (laughs) What is it? I feel like I answered that question like a politician. I was just like... Like, this is what it is very high level okay so brand video is gonna tell your core story the parts of your course st- I always like mess it up it's gonna tell the parts of your core story that resonate with your audience so super important that you know what resonates with your audience if you're really early on in business this is gonna be harder to kind of identify the parts of your story that you know folks go oh man oh oh my gosh that was me I'm thinking of like coaches and stuff. If you're a service provider, like you do websites, then it's, it's more about like what drives you. It's your personality, your values, your mission. Your mission is to help someone do something. So that kind of comes at the end. But those are the things that are gonna permeate that brand video. It, it looks a little bit different, again, depending on what your offer is. If you're a coach that usually tends to be the personal story that you went through and conquered, and can now help other folks with. Um, in my case, you know, my personal story is in documentary filmmaking, so I talk about my brand. Video is currently in edit, by the way. Um, so the cobbler will have shoes in, you know, very very soon. Is that? How, I don't even know if I messed up that expression. It is right. The cobbler yeah, has shoes. The cobbler's okay. cobbler's
1: children's shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I Either understand way, what you mean. Like, I case, go way too long in between I build my shoes, and I don't have a shoe yet. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get it. Like, there's times where I look at my own website. Not right now because I've, I've invested a lot of energy in my website last year. But like in previous years, I look at it and I go, "Who, who is this? Who is this company that <laughs> I'm promoting on this website? Yeah. It can't be me." And I always tell people that. Like, it just it cycles and. Yeah, and, and it happens. And at the end of the life of your website, it's going to happen. And even I bet with your brand video, your story is going to yeah. evolve and change and you'll figure out what resonates and you'll have to make a new one. And it's OK. Sure. got to sure, buy new yeah. boots every now and again.
0: Right. Exactly. I mean, that's in the same way, like people renew their course, they renew their sales page. Mm-hmm. Like it's a constant evolution. So super great point every you know maybe 2 3 years depending on how how th- I will say this the a good brand video is v- quite evergreen which means that you are not selling a specific offer in your video this is not a promotional piece of content mm-hmm. like this is the story of Monica and truth be told like the story of Monica you might you might Add some. You might learn over time that something about your story resonates with your audience that you didn't know before, so you might want to add that back in. But at the end of the day, it is something that you can use for quite a while, unless you pivot your business, you know, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. In which case, like, in general, your, you know, the parts of your story that you want to tell are going to pivot as well. But, um, but yeah, that's that's actually a really good point in that you're not tying this video to a specific offer. No, this is the story of you. What parts of it resonate with your audience? Let me bring it in a way that's emotionally compelling and visually compelling. So this is also an important point in terms of the framework. You're gonna first define your core story again. What are the parts you write out your entire story and then you kind of you you, you whittle it down to the parts that you know resonate with your audience. The second part is I the, the second part step of my framework is identifying what compelling visuals you can use. Now, for most of us, if we're an online entrepreneur, guess what we're doing all day? Or when we're not at the beach sipping margaritas, we're in front of a laptop, right? Yeah. That's not a compelling visual. That'll work for a few things, maybe like a quick Instagram reel of behind the scenes. But what I help folks with is really identifying opportunities for compelling visuals that will illustrate your story in a way that's really creative. And so I've, I've done this with documentaries my whole life. Oftentimes, I am talking about somebody's past, or I am helping them, or they're going to talk about like something emotional that they went through, you know, or, or emotions that they're feeling today. I can't have them on camera for 10 minutes talking about this, right? Or even five or even one minute. You want to be able to like, illustrate this sometimes with nature, sometimes with uh, water, or, or maybe it's a, it's a scene in which the person is swimming and that's how they're like, illustrating a struggle. You know, there, there are so many ways to like, create compelling visuals that will, again, really keep your audience engaged throughout the whole thing. The, the idea of the brand video is that you're taking them on an emotional journey. And I know it sounds cliche to say that, but it's but it's a core concept of storytelling that is gonna be valid f- for all of time, right? And what that means is they're hooked from the beginning and they're going along that journey with you. They're feeling the things with you. The more you can get your audience to feel with you, the closer they'll feel at the end of the video to you, right? Again, they're not tied to your offer. They're, they're gonna be, they're going to be so much more hesitant to ever hit unsubscribe because, like, now I know who Monica is. She's my friend. She's never met me, but now I, I know who she is and I, I, I resonate with what she went through. I get what she stands for. I get what her mission is. Like, I'm connected to this person emotionally. And again, they'll never see you in the same way again after watching a brand video.
1: So it sounds like we, we start off with like our core story, and then you said make the whole thing, and then you whittle it down to the most, um, Resonating blah, to the things that resonate <laughs> the best with your audience. And then from there, you're going to pair that story with compelling visuals. And you don't just have to sit and face the camera, which I think will actually make people feel a lot better, especially like my nonprofit audience, because they don't always have the same. Um, people they don't always have the same executive director. They don't always have the same development mm-hmm. officer. And and bigger companies they don't either, right? And so having key individuals that might be able to tell part of the story, and then being able to to show like what I guess I would call, call B roll um, of whatever way that is. And I love how you said it could be nature. Um, but it could be anything, like just that makes you feel a certain way. And then exactly. that kind of guides them through the story. I could imagine that you pop back into their face every now and again, though, so that way For you make sure. Sure, sure that yeah. it's there. Yeah, yeah, And then when you wrap up your brand video, like with your framework, how does that go? Because it's not a pitch. so It's not it, a pitch. You're just like, so we're friends now. <laughs> like, like I don't know. <laughs> Click here to buy. What's um, your call to action? Because like I feel like it has to have one. Or maybe I just restate
0: my thesis. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Well, that that your 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 heart's in the right direction. So we don't want to break that intimacy that we've just created by being like, hey, buy now. Like, you're you're going to talk about your offer in a way that is stated as your mission you know, the thing that you're doing now is what you've hopefully been compelled to do by your own heart, right? Ideally, we're all choosing to be entrepreneurs because we love the thing that we've chosen to do. And so you're gonna naturally talk about it. And in the same way that you are having coffee with a friend or you're even better, you're like in their living room sharing your life story and they're asking you questions and you're just in this moment of intimacy. You really do not want to break that with the sales card like trust the process you are building the relationship you're building the trust it they they will naturally follow through once again you're still doing your job of showing up you're still doing your emails you're still doing your content on social media what i'm betting on and case studies are about to come through but what i'm betting on is that that sales cycle is going to be a lot faster because of your brand video and, I mean, the reason I'm betting on this is because the science is there. Every, like The brand video is just the crystallized material manifestation of everything we know about marketing. We know that emotion sells. We know that connection builds trust faster. And, but we just haven't been tapping into how to do that in one single video. We microdose our audience, and we wait for months. Um, and so there's no call to action at the end of it. Just like you wouldn't have a call to action If you were chatting with your friend and, you know, getting to know each other.
1: I think that's okay. Like, (laughs) I just, it feels like every marketing something or another always has this call to action. But I really love how you said that your purpose is going to come through in the way that you talk about what you do, because what you do is your mission. And really, that's what the podcast is all about. I mean marketing with purpose is about marketing with a heart of service like the and that's why it encompasses nonprofits as well because if you are a business that runs with a heart of service, you're always gonna have followers and you're always gonna have raving fans because you put your people first, right? And that's what nonprofits are so incredibly good at. And then I try to get them to think like businesses so that way they can make <laughs> enough money to serve more people. But hey, so important. Every, <laughs> sometimes yeah. they listen and sometimes they don't. It's okay, <laughs> keep listening. Maybe I'll turn you around to the dark side. Um, it's not the dark <laughs> side, it's the light side. It's not, it's
0: the not, it's sustainable side. It's like let's bring more money to your cause side let's help more people side you know let's like if you if you do i'm gonna do here monica i'll I'll do some of this work for you (laughs) (laughs) let me convince your folks if you're looking at yourself as a business like businesses are great like think of the a business as something that's offering you something that's going to make your life better you know and so you should be doing it. You should be doing more of it. You should be doing whatever you can to accelerate that process so more people know how to find you, build their trust with you faster, and ultimately get the results that they need. And if that result is knowing that they're helping somebody else, all the better, you know. I can I just take a quick detour of my own personal story? Yeah. I have been in love with nonprofits my entire life. In fact, like when I was uh, you know, considering this career pivot, I knew I, one of the big things on top of my mind was like, okay, I'm only going to work for nonprofits. I'm only going to do video for nonprofits. It's been in my heart for a long time. I have worked with nonprofits before. I was in the like very uh, deep news world, and I realized um, uh, I can't even pinpoint who sort of made me have this realization. I think it was just like a combination of m- many different people I was listening to at the time that. The way that I'm gonna, I'm going to personally have the most impact, is by making a ton of money and then supporting the boots on the ground and supporting the people that whose work and mission I care about. Um, and the reason I'm saying this is because I truly believe in building businesses, whether I'm doing it for myself so that I can support others, or whether you're the person who needs the support and you need to look at your systems and you need to look at your messaging and your awareness and your marketing because the more that you funnel in the more you're going to impact you're going to have it's kind of it's easy math you we all need the money you need nonprofits need the money to do their work yes and so
1: Great businesses run with the heart of a nonprofit, and great nonprofits run with the systems and processes of a business.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that! Did you just come
1: up with that? That's no, uh, uh-uh. I no, nope. It's That's been a thing. weird mantra for a long time. But one thing <laughs> I, I I was gonna bring up. So I think friends that I, like now that you've described what a brand video is to me, I think I've been seeing it in commercials for a while. I just didn't know it. Um, because even just the other day, my husband watches so much golf. I, I actually think it's better <laughs> when he watches golf than when my kids have some Disney show on because then I don't get distracted by the television. But I was like sitting down and I watched it's this commercial. It's easy to tune out golf. Yeah, well it is. <laughs> Yes, because I can read my book to golf and it doesn't distract me. So um, so the commercial was for a specific brand of golf ball, but it was people having fun, people doing this. And, this, and, the, and it was just people playing golf, and it was all just a storyline, you know, all different people. And then at the end, you just, like, see the golf ball, like, kind of go past. And I was like, ha, huh, that was a commercial about a golf ball. But it was all about this story about mm. people bonding through golf. And then... A golf ball. And I was like, huh. So they didn't even have to tell me I needed to go buy this golf ball. It was implied. And I was like, oh, wait a second. I think there was a brand video. <laughs> right. Right. Without even yeah. any humans. Well, it didn't have as good of a backstory, but it had a story. So yeah. maybe it's not a brand I mean, video.
0: <laughs> so, well, in the video world, we call that, like, branded content. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's when you take, like, documentary style storytelling and... Uh, in general, depending on—I mean, this is where the lines are super fuzzy—but uh, some businesses, I would say, very few businesses, kind of stick to the person's like real story in a way that a purely documentary filmmaker would tell it. Although that's also very blurry. Um, and then others will take their story and kind of script it. So there's there's some scripting there. That's what I'm guessing happened with your with your golf commercial there. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the yeah in the so in the video biz we call that branded content, but the idea is the same. The idea is that you're leading with story, and people are connecting through the story, and they happen to realize that there's an offer behind it. So in a in a very similar way, that's how your brand video should be built. In that you differently in the way that you're not like manipulating your story, but you're choosing the parts of your story that you know are effective for your audience that you know folks will react to, that they'll feel emotionally connected to, Um, and then at the very end, this sort of golf golf ball appears in the background, you know, (laughs) where they, like, realize, like, oh, she has something to sell. Website. (laughs) (laughs) You could be, like, sitting and there's, like, a neon sign in the background. (laughs) So,
1: is a brand video something that um, entrepreneurs, nonprofits, like, can they make it for themselves, or is it something that they need to hire a professional to
0: do? That's a great question. So uh, the way that I've sort of structured my my program is that there is a done do-it-yourself option. Um, I will not lie, it is hard. And I'll tell you, the hardest part is not even executing on the video or executing on the edit. It's understanding how to tell your own story. So for certain folks um, that are further along in their business, that are used to telling their own story, For example, I have a client who has a podcast and so she knows when people write back and because they've heard certain parts of your story that she gets an immense reaction from. She told me like, there's so many times when I hear back from people and they're reacting to things that I never thought they would react to, you know, that happens all the time, right? It really does. The idea, right. So the idea that you know which parts of your story to focus on, that's almost the hardest part. So if, if, you, if that is not a barrier to entry for you, and second sort of challenge in doing it yourself is the time, as with most things, right? If you want to learn how to do everything yourself, give yourself a lot of time. And then you're taking time away from operating your business, from raising money, from doing all of the other parts of your business that you need to do. Um, and so that's, that's another factor to take in. You know, in my program, I will teach you the basics of how to film it yourself. Some of it you'll film yourself with, like, a, an iPhone tripod, like I have here. Other parts, um, ideally, you'll have a partner that can film you. And then here's how to, a basic edit for a brand video could look like. But once again, it, it sort of depends on where you want to land. You can do it all yourself, or you can have, like, diff, uh, sort of the elite tier of the program is. I connect you with like a vetted cinematographer. So I work with documentary cinematographers. I have a huge network. And I really pick and choose people that are perfect for your story and in your geographical location. You're ideally, unless you live very far away from an urban center, you're not paying for like accommodation or transportation. I try to find somebody local to you. And then um, editing team. So this is where you can also offload that to my editing team. but in this case, we only work with editing your your brand video if you've worked with a professional cinematographer because it, it is a lot harder to edit if you don't have a variety of footage, if it's not filmed super well. But I'll tell you this, regardless of how you decide to do it, just do it. Mm-hmm. Like. I want to see every single entrepreneur with a brand video. Like, I believe in this so much, and it makes me crazy every day I wake up and that mine isn't ready yet, and people are not using this tool. Like, I again, it's almost a disservice to me and to your audience that we don't have a way to get to know you faster. And so, however, you decide to do it, just do it.
1: Something is better than nothing. And yes. you also have to remember that you are where you are. And so, if you're a brand new, business that has a very low marketing budget but you need to be able to connect with people and tell your story then by all means you can do anything from have an intern or your son or daughter or like There's all kinds of programs because I'm in like a university town where you could go work with students that might help you get it done, Mm -hmm. right? Or Fiverr, all kinds of spots. And there's all kinds of different like things that you can try to even use your phone to build. And sometimes that's where people need to start. And that's okay. Like now they understand what it is and and the basic framework and where they can use it. And then when they are like better up and running, because if you are a Fortune 500 company and people go to your website and you have a brand video, that looks like you know a sixth grade science project and I have a sixth (laughs) grader and I just saw her science project okay friends (laughs) um you're not you're not you're not uh, presenting yourself as who you are like right so uh, the little guys don't be embarrassed about being little it's okay but then when you get when you've arrived, <laughs> you need to invest, yeah. I think, in having a professional um, appearance, which is always where, like, I go and I'll look yeah. at somebody's program and I'm like, oh, wow, this is really expensive. And then I think I should really call them because I should really make this sales page look really good for them. <laughs> like, right. I right. want, it, I right, want right. it to be so good. I want people to know how good they are, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Any last thing that you want to tell people about brand videos before we wrap up?
0: <sighs> I think I've like driven it home. Yay. I really, truly believe this is an incredible tool for your audience, for your business. Again, it's, it's a win-win in that it will serve you in your sales cycle and to bring that trust a lot faster to, to shorten that sales cycle. But it's also a service that you're doing to your audience to help them get to know you better, like stop hiding behind your offer, stop hiding behind giving value. I truly believe that you lead with value, but then immediately thereafter, talk about you, show them who you are. It's one piece of video that you can create, and then and then you live your life, and your business grows because of it, because people have now gotten to know you better. And so it's I'm super passionate about it, clearly.
1: <laughs> I feel like I need one now. I was just thinking, hmm, <laughs> this could be another thing that I add to the summer's list of to-dos that maybe could get done, yeah. maybe. I, yeah. I should definitely start shooting B-roll for it, though. That would be yes. really fun. Oh, that's
0: a, that's a great thing for people to uh, keep in mind. Like, document your story. Even if you think it's boring, you know, record those moments. Record that exciting thing that you're doing in your business today. Record that sale that you made, you know, that, the case study, the, the client that you met in real life. Like, those are all visuals that you can use in your brand video one day.
1: And then save them someplace you can find them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like put them in their own folder in your iPhone and you will never find them back. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Uh, An
0: organized system goes a long way in every area of your business. This is no different. Yes. Well, where can people go to learn more about you and your business? Yeah, definitely. So brandmagnetic.com is my business. If you land on that page, you'll get my uh my freebie sort of offered to you which is the brand video starter guide i am not a multiple times a week emailing person mm-hmm. i am like I, actually my open rates are amazing i was looking at them the other day i'm like damn people opened well i'm not supposed to say a bad word i'm sorry you're good <laughs> <laughs> that one slipped through sorry monica um but I sent an email, I kid you not, Friday at 5 p.m. Because that's how delinquent I was that week. <laughs> and my open rate was still like nearly 70%. I'm like, that's not bad. I like it. You get it. That is awesome. <laughs> I do keep them fun. It is the furthest thing from a chat GPT email you'll ever get. How's that? that? Perfect. <laughs> I love that. I actually, yeah.
1: I'm not even going to get started on some of the content that I get submitted for our website. I'm like, this is the exact same article that you submitted to me last week with a different title on it. I can't send that to people. Give me the answer. I want the answer. (laughs) <laughs> not just another generalized chat gpt like output of how to market cuz like i know people can't get that anywhere hey but you know what they can't get anywhere awesome advice about how to get a brand video <laughs> that will help people get to know them faster and sell more quickly so thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us and okay everybody else thank you so much for joining us and until next time you know just what to do go forth and market with purpose to get a copy of the show notes and all those links that we just heard from our guest, head on over to makecreate.com, M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. And of course, I have to tell you the things that all podcasters are supposed to tell you at the end of their episodes. Like if you thought this was awesome, you could subscribe. And then I would like get to tell you when I have new stuff for you to learn and new episodes and new people to meet, new stories to tell. Oh, and of course, I would really love it if you left a review. So head on over to maycreate.com for those show notes, M A Y E C R E A T E.com, or maybe even contact my team about building that next website. We can do it for you, and we even have our Better Than DIY website program that teaches you to plan and build your own website. So head on over to maycreate.com, M A Y E C R E A T E.com. I'll meet you over there.